Hello, and welcome to another edition of Heart to Art, a podcast designed to get to the heart of the art teachers. I'm your host, Dave Tarzan. This week, I have a different kind of podcast than you're used to hearing. This week, I interviewed Trisha Fugelstad. Going into this interview, I knew I had someone who's a superstar arts educator and someone who could offer some perspective on what's going through your minds as arts educators. It hurts my heart. I don't. And so I'm not, I'm not having a great summer, to be honest. Usually my summers are so good. During the next few weeks, you guys are going to be going into meetings and discussing what and how you'll be teaching during the next school year. And hearing how Trisha was tortured with anxiety, I thought we should talk about that. But before we get into that, some Artsonia news. On August 1st, Artsonia will auto-graduate all classes. On August 1st, we'll automatically move your 2019-2020 fourth grade, let's say, class to the fifth grade class of 2020-2021. To be clear, teachers don't have to do anything unless they don't want, unless they do not want their classes moved up a grade level. Just to be clear. Also on August 1st, if you use the class portal, formerly the classroom mode, we will be resetting the QR access codes throughout the website. This simply means you will have to inform your classes of the new QR code going into the first weeks of school this year. And lastly, I want to make it clear that the opinions on this show are strictly those of mine and of our guest and not those of Artsonia. Artsonia holds absolutely no political view whatsoever and is only interested in assisting arts education in any way we can. We are aggressively setting up our systems so we can help our teachers in both in-school learning and remote learning. We have you covered either way. Okay, with that, back to our interview with Trisha. One of the things that I think affects us all in everything we do is the place of not knowing, limbo land. I'm not sure if our current state of affairs regarding the opening of schools is an intentional one, but whether it is or not, it is accomplishing one thing, anxiety, anxiety for the teachers. In the place of not knowing, it's very difficult to plan. And I sense that Trisha's spinning in place. I, um, I do get into a brain fog, but I think my brain fog is when I just can't handle this anymore. This summer, I just can't stand thinking about it anymore. So then I go and unplug from the news and I just try to get lost in something else but I usually spend my summers feeling very energized and creative and I make and I explore and I feel a lot of joy but I'm I'm not there it's really I I don't know I'm creative a little here and there but I I'm not in that creative place that I usually am and I feel like it's because of the weight of these thoughts Trisha is a very well-known art educator. She's at the forefront of progressive arts education, someone who has solutions, but only if she knows what the problems are. 
So there's ways of doing this, but I don't hear any conversations along those lines. We want to be part of the solution, I'm certain. She wants to plan. She wants to help. However, when she sets the plan, she can't get past dealing with simply dealing. And when she sets to rationally dealing, the snowball effect begins. I was just playing some um, games in my mind, like playing out some scenarios. Like scenarios are just crazy right now. But scenario number one might be I go to school on Monday and I get exposed to COVID Monday morning, but I don't know it. And then I teach five classes a day, on average 20 students in each class, all the way through Friday. So by the end of the week, I've seen 500 students. Mm -hmm. They've been in my room for over, you know, for about 45 minutes. So I've had a lot of contact time with every single student in the entire <laughs> building. But my symptoms didn't show up mm -hmm. until Saturday. I wake up, I have a sore throat, and I wonder what's going on. I go get tested. And at that point, because we don't have really good testing right now, I don't even find out if I'm sick. I just report that I have symptoms. And then my district will say, what? Well, they say, well, you've exposed everybody. Um, if you, if your sore throat is for real, then the whole school needs to go home, you yep. know. But if it's just a sore throat, then why make everybody go home? So why don't we wait a whole nother week until your test results come in? But meanwhile, what? Do I go home and quarantine just in case? Maybe, maybe that's the advice I'll give. But either way, the whole school can be um, exposed. exposed just because of the art teacher. Because of the art teacher, and I would Specials. hate to give this. Yeah, I would hate to give this scenario, and for them to decide. Well, then kids don't get art. Right. Because then they would also have to decide kids don't get PE and kids don't get music and kids don't get to go to the library. And, you know, any one person that services the entire building is going to be off limits then. Obviously, Trisha's having a hard time visualizing a successful classroom scenario. So I brought her back to the assumption that we'll be remote teaching and how to improve our standards in that area. She had just told me she discovered her third grade class had a difficult time, more so than other grades, with remote learning. The remote learning left me with a lot of questions, like why, why did that happen in third grade? I don't know. You know, I guess I could try to ask all the teachers, but you know what? I haven't had a lot of time to ask all the teachers. They're they're far away. <laughs> I can't just pop in real quick and ask them a question. So like there's, I could start investigating if I wanted to, but I would need to pretty much ask everybody and hear everybody's story to have a full picture of what happened and what were the um, loose threads were in the fabric because there were some and I I don't, and that would also be a really important conversation to have moving forward if we're doing remote learning again. Like, how do we shore up things better and how do we offer more support so that we don't have kids falling through the cracks? What can help? What are the solves? 
I asked Trisha what she would do if she were the art teacher of America. I would do everything I could to get them art supplies. One of the things that I noticed during remote learning is that the kids were making art on scrap paper that had one blank side but writing on the other. They just didn't seem to have a lot of clean white paper to even start with. Mm -hmm. And they weren't coloring and we didn't have access to iPads. You know, they had one device to receive the, um, to watch the video or to click on the links, but they didn't have a device to make the art on, which is what we do on our iPads. Mm -hmm. So it was like a one or the other kind of thing. And I don't know, it just made me realize I had to keep it limited when I saw that they don't, I can't expect them to have more than paper and pencils and maybe some markers or crayons. So what would be, would what would be in a, in an art kit across the nation? Like what would, well, what would suffice? So that's another question <laughs> is if the parents are going to buy the art kit, then I have to consider the fact that some parents lost their job. Some parent, parents are working on with only unemployment and they still have all those other bills. So I need to come up with a way to get those art kits out for either reduced cost or free. So maybe I work with um, our fundraising through Artonia or I ask for extra support through a grant or donations through the PTA and I develop these art kits and I make a list Anybody could purchase the things off the list if they can. If they can't, they get an art kit um, some other way. And then I, and considering that, like I can't make it so expensive mm -hmm. that it burdens them. So I have to come up with a price that makes sense. And I think I'm not the one who knows what that price is. I think other people are more in tune with what that price should be. In the fastest way possible, I did the math on a retail kit built on bulk purchases. Now, the basic art kit that would include colored pencils, crayon, sketch pad, watercolors, three paintbrushes, 12 pencils, an eraser, and a black Sharpie. That retail price would be around $15.50 per kit. Trish had more to say. The um, little ones in my district are going to have iPads, the older ones are going to have Chromebooks. So we will have one-to-one -one access, but it will be different across the grade levels then. And so I'll just do the best I can to develop lessons that will get them making and being creative and still learning concepts and the standards that are expected and give them as much feedback as possible. So Artsonia has played a really big role in making that happen during the spring, and I expect it will um, in the upcoming school year, too. Personally, I cannot imagine the anxiety of the typical teacher today. I'm riddled with anxiety just having two kids. And she's an art teacher who teaches and has contact with an entire student body over the course of a week an entire student body. She has contact with every single student in the school. 
To me, there's an obvious choice to make versus a dangerous one. Let's hope our leaders can hear Trisha's and her colleagues' concerns and do the right thing. I'll have more of Trisha over the coming weeks as we, as we uh, get ready for the oncoming storm, if you will. Um, she will be part of a roundtable discussion we'll be having with a couple of more teachers, superstar teachers here at Artsonia. So please uh, uh, tune in for that. We'll be talking about technical tricks in setting up your account with Artsonia and some of the tricks in getting your, your parents involved in, um, in your, uh, your, your child's arts experience at school. In the meantime, find your happy place. Thanks for tuning into Heart to Art. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell your friends. Heart to Art is produced by Art Sony, the world's largest museum for kids' art. With almost 80 million pieces of art featured on our website, we have raised over $10 million for arts education. Our mission is to bring communities together to celebrate children's artistic expressions. Until next week, keep on creating. Bye now.